another episode of cool talk we are ripping and roaring this halloween season and uh here you are with another juicy app in your ear holes i am daniel and with me as always is Lindsay. how you doing Lindsay? i'm doing so well oh great so grammar. jazz yeah um ready to rock great mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to be here uh having a little iced coffee still Still working Ooh. through that leftover Dunkin' Donuts from like three weeks ago that's in my fridge. Mm. Um, those boxes of Joe's, they'll. There's a lot of does coffee it get in there. Better with time, yeah. Those are pretty big. I mean, does it's it not bad. It's in a sealed container in the fridge, okay. and I have to sort of shake it up because it does have some, I guess, very fine donuts, parti- particulate like matter. Donuts in it. <laughs> it's got chunks of donuts. <laughs> it uh, tastes. Look, Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes pretty good and i think it's the frying oil in Dude, the air that gets, gets all in your coffee it. i'm, I'm mm-hmm. digging it's it like right now. what is that bulletproof coffee it's like the dunkin donuts version so I it's like bulletproof coffee was that coffee where they like put butter in it ew suppose yeah it sounded like intriguing. instead of creamer or something try. yeah and i, I don't think... know if it was like the way that the this, butter this guy like, we know we both know him i don't know if mm-hmm. i can use his name on here or not but mm. B, his first name was, and we worked in the same place as him for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, he, yep. I think he I'm talked okay. about butter and coffee before, and he was like, "Yeah, it's it's really good. It's just it's just cream, you know. Like it's not you don't put salted mm. butter or whatever, like because that mm. would be gross." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess conceptually, I understand how that could mm-hmm. work, but it does. I don't know. It just seems like, like it would be a right. recipe I'm- for really." slippery diarrhea or something you know like just <laughs> yeah. like buttering up your yeah, colon bulletproof turd yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh... i don't know <laughs> i mean yeah, coffee so is enough yeah. of a diuretic or whatever i don't think I you, you need the butter to kind of just prime the pump for you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway That's sorry yeah. wow. Great app. We, were off to the right <laughs> we should there. probably stop and never speak again <laughs> um to our squeamish listeners listening to this on a commute in the morning i apologize uh, yeah, drinking their buttery ass coffee <laughs> that's right wearing their depends on the way in oh god got it all us. planned out yeah. yeah uh so really quick uh before we get to the uh-huh. main event i uh was listening to one of our former pre former premium episodes uh, our, our premium our episodes on available episodes. on patreon yeah patreon baby stitcher mm-hmm, premium yeah. whatever <laughs> however yeah. we can get that money um mm-hmm. guys i have a venmo now just just start giving us money please mm. please <laughs> <laughs> that's a reference to before Halloween we were on mic yeah oh god um no, but I so I thought of something when I was listening to us insightfully discuss the Omen uh, in a sure. previous episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I really like about that movie, even though I didn't like the movie that much, like the mm-hmm. story, but I you know but I liked 
a lot of the conceits. Yeah. I liked a lot of the ideas behind it, if not the execution sure, sure, sure. per se. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I thought was cool? So like there's this elaborate plot by, you know, I guess uh, Satan worshipers or whatever. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. this sort of network of people, the nanny, the other nanny, the priest at the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. who encourages him to take the baby that was born from the jackal who becomes Damien and, you know, who mm-hmm. pr- presumably kills the the natural-born child of, of Gregory Peck and his wife. Mm-hmm. So there's all these people involved, right? And maybe the yeah. therapist. It's interesting to me that it starts... What made me think of it was when we were talking about, like, oh, well, if they were Satanists, why did they even bother burying... Gregory Peck's baby in the first place mm. like why wouldn't they just mm-hmm. like throw them in the trash because they're assholes and evil or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um and I'm not trying to say Satanists in real life are evil but in the in sure, the sure, universe sure. in of the, the movie, film in the yes, film of course. yeah yes, um, of course but but uh what was I gonna say oh so while we were talking about that I was I made a comment about like oh it was probably the nuns that you know because it was a Catholic hospital and there was a Catholic priest. And so mm-hmm. even if he were secretly one of these Satanist conspirators, uh, you know, the the hospital staff who were nuns and whatever would have would have had to, you know, they would have buried the kid and done all that stuff. And it mm. just made me think that it's so interesting. And it was like sort of subconsciously interesting to me while I watched the movie. And, I, you know, so I think I was sort of aware of it, but not quite. Um, so the whole deal is that there's that satanist plot and then but it's it's like it couldn't have happened if not for the catholic church you know what i mean like they were like the first priest that got the ball rolling was a catholic priest he was like embedded in there which you know should be like the antithesis of the satanic organization but like they had someone on Uh the inside uh of the catholic church and that's like a kind of interesting You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I maybe I'm like thinking it's more interesting than it is, but I, I was kinda like, that's pretty cool. That's like a cool like conceit and plot point that like you know, they don't hit you over the head with it, but it's mm. like, yeah, like how you know, how do you how does the Antichrist get into power? Well he inf- he infiltrates like one of you know, like mm-hmm. the believers. Like it's not it's not through the non believers yeah. that you do this. It's like through the very devout, you know, you, you are in the church, you are a part of the clergy, you know, you're whatever, and that's how you kinda that's how you right. really get the ball rolling on this kind of shit to, to take over the world or whatever. I don't know. Right. I just because thought it was kind of cool. Because Christ without believers, right? right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, so, you just, know, just a little you know, nugget just of another wisdom. brilliant <laughs> observation, you know. Thank you. From you. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, though, when they were burying the baby and they also buried the jackal, did they know... The jackal had given birth to a human baby. Well, it wasn't really a human baby, I guess. Right. You know I, I wondered mean? about that, like too. Bearing them at the same time. Uh-huh. Do you think so? The Maybe skeleton... she was a, in woman form. Right. Maybe she, she gave presented birth. as woman form. That's what I yeah, wondered. Yeah. And then she turned sure. back into a jackal. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. What Who does knows? a jackal look like? What like I was thinking about that too, and it's a little less uh, yeah. insightful. But like, what the fuck is a jackal? Like, I was like, is it a hyena? No. Yeah. And I'm like, is it like a coyote? And I don't, yeah. I don't I know the answer to that question. You know what, Daniel? Oh, I feel it's a really hyena. Stupid because I don't. I think it's a hyena though. I assumed it was like oh. a dog-like creature that it's isn't a, as it's big in the same as, genus like, as canis mm-hmm. it's as wolves mm-hmm. and stuff so it's sort of like a but it's, it's more like a wolf right? but yeah it's small and it's 
So it is related to coyotes and wolves. Is more. it smaller than a coyote? Um, it's a medium sized. I don't know if it's smaller. Wait, here we go. Let me hmm. see. Let me see. Uh, no, How I many jackals can you fit in a wolf? You uh, know? Five, approximately five. Okay, that's what I thought. I already wow. knew that. There are some subspecies too. Wow, that's cool. Well, let's yeah, that's that's okay. We can save that for <laughs> guys, guys. For, listen to for this. <laughs> special up, special up. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, huh. We really got to the bottom of it. Nature, you know. Yep. Nature. Nature yeah. talk with Daniel Van Lansing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, we well, should probably. Speaking of oh. The uh, the wild. Maybe we should get to our main event. <laughs> okay, I was wondering where that segue was Good going. Segue. Good I segue. Agree. Yeah. Let's uh-huh. play the theme. <laughs> I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. We're back. And if you're here and you read the title to this episode, you know which Ghoul Talk Movie Club <laughs> it's movie true. It is a giveaway. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And however many times we've mentioned it in the previous leading up to Halloween special episodes. But tonight we'll be discussing the 1980 classic Kubrick movie. Is it really? From yeah, 19, 1980. Wow. It's not so much though? older than that. I thought it was older too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 1980, which yeah, it uh, interesting, interesting point to it. Well, I'll start off. My overall thing here is that I, my impression from when I was a kid is totally different than. Oh, you got an impression from The Shining? All right. You're gonna do <laughs> no, the no. here's Johnny? No, 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 no. Oh, you're doing it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never gonna do it. No, no. I uh, no, because I didn't like it as a kid, and I really, really did. Well, it's not really a children's movie. I would. <laughs> no, That's but not it's surprising. Like, you know, I, I didn't even really think it was scary when I was a kid. Really? Know? How but old are we talking? Not, about? I don't know, like I don't know when I first saw it. Probably twelve or something. Wow. So okay. In between. Yeah. I feel like I would but, find I mean, it I was pretty scary. Of other well. stuff, but, huh? No, it, I think I thought it was boring. Yeah, this time I around, see. it was like it does really take I, its time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then there were definitely, and we'll get to it, but there were definitely scenes I did not remember at all, like mm. had no recollection of. Interesting. Um, and I've seen it a few times, so that was like it made me wonder if we had a director's cut or something, you know, premium a dish from the library. I don't know. Oh, but, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we can get to that, but starting from the very beginning. The opening music, I wanted to ask you, because oh, you're a resident Day music expert, zero. right? I am. Well, but did it have, it did, it had the same notes as what you were talking bum, about with the bum, Omen, didn't it? Bum, bum, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah, we even played a clip it. of it in that the Omen op- episode. Yes, okay, then yeah, I, I was recollecting that, even yep. though I forgot it. Indeed. That opening <laughs> scene was crazy. I love the, those the helicopter shots scene. or whatever, yeah. Gorgeous, it was so beautiful, and like I had to remember that it was like free drone, you know? Yeah, yeah, that was presumably was someone like, in a helicopter. Kind of, yeah, gorgeous, so mm-hmm. beautiful. And I was, I was curious because, you know, 
my brother lives in Boulder, Colorado, site so oh. this, you know, close to this movie or whatever. And I've been to Estes Park multiple times where Stephen King wrote, wrote it and was inspired by it and whatever. Um, but I always assumed that the movie, like all the exteriors were Colorado, that the hotel was the one in Estes Park. Have you looked at this? And it's not. Okay. Yeah, I right. looked it up. Because yeah. I thought we yeah. talked about it before, so I was like, I think Lindsay knows I'm not going to bother doing the research. <laughs> no, and maybe we had, and I just forgot. Because the interior <laughs> like, and exterior are different hotels, right? Is that well, true? Well, the interior is set. Oh. It's I all thought it... set. Really? And they were inspired by a hotel uh, in the Grand Tetons, I want to say. Oh. And that was one of the visual inspirations, whereas wow. Stephen King's inspiration was the Stanley Hotel in Rocky Mountain National Park. But oh, okay. they didn't yeah. film anything in Rocky Mountain. They didn't film anything in Estes Park. Like they, that opening part was on going to the Sun Road and Glacier National Park, which is oh, fucking fantastic cool. if you haven't been to Glacier. It's like, I have not. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, they filmed the exterior. Even you know this already, I'm sure. But the exterior of the hotel was filmed in Oregon. Um, oh, okay. I've, I've, yeah. I knew I'd like yeah. heard it before, but I could not remember mm-hmm. a single detail about it. And yeah. I yeah. love the exterior yeah. of the hotel. Sorry, oh, please so go great. on. It's so great. No, no, I mean, it's just... Like all the shingles and... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's So gorgeous. much texture. <sighs> oh, I know. <laughs> love it. So good. Not run your fingers across it, you know. Ooh, yeah. Um, texture, yeah. So the exteriors are Oregon interiors were mostly sets that were i believe inspired by a hotel in the grand teton no shit. and stephen king which we can get to i thought stephen king's reaction was really interesting he to hates the movie. this movie right he hates it yeah, yeah he hates it and part of it was that he was really he was upset that kubrick didn't um didn't use the stanley hotel and that he really really didn't want them to cast jack nicholson really Which, mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine anyone else in this role i mean yeah y- you know he's just mm-hmm. like he he's just really good in a role where he's a fucking intense lunatic all the time like even in the time before he's goes like insane or whatever like he's already like really weird and intense and like he's just yeah. a, like really intense all the time which is i think just sort of a part of jack nicholson's personality like to some extent you know? it must like, be it um, must be because i just i'll tell you though i feel like i don't i, I agree with you like I, I can't imagine anybody else and i think it, it the movie is the way it is and has lasting power because of the casting in all of the roles yeah, yeah but yeah. i he's like I just watching him in this movie was kind of distracting because there yeah. were so many yeah. actory moments right. where he's I just feel like he's not actually a very good actor. Like right. I had this yes. realization in this movie like, oh, that's he's what I was good. Sort of trying to get my notes. <laughs> yeah. I tried to write it like really yeah. like sarcastically like, oh, it, he's really good in this role where he's like an intense lunatic all the time. And it's like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. no, that's yeah. just him. Like, but he's like, <laughs> well, kind I, of... I know. I actually wrote down, is Jack Nicholson a good actor? <laughs> because right, right. I don't think so. I mean, But it kind of works for this movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, it like... works for this movie. And it worked for Batman. He's fantastic oh, as Joker. Yeah, I forgot about because that. Because it's exactly what they needed for that. But it's the mm-hmm. same right. role. I mean, in this, in this movie, too, it's like... Yeah, he's always just kind of yelling and screaming, <laughs> like late, later Pacino. All the time. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and in, one flew in, over in, the cuckoo's um, nest. Like he's just it's the same shit. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, but it, it was perfect for this movie. I think what 
the only thing that really, really drove me crazy, <laughs> pun intended, um, was that <laughs> was just how like little chemistry he and Chile Duvall had. Like he was so awful to her well, from right, the get go. Yeah. I mean, right. The yeah, absolute get go. We never no... see them having a good relationship. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. And like that was one thing that. So Stephen King, like, whatever. I mean, I know when you write a book, it's probably really, you know, somewhat precious to you. And that makes total sense, his reaction to it. But the thing that I really, um, really appreciated from his point of view was the, the like, characterization of their marriage and of Shelley Duvall's character in the movie, where, like, she's this, like, she's not weak, but she's she's confused, like like, very confused, very high pitched, you know, kind of like, and it also seems like she's sincerely like, you know, like she loves this man and yeah, she's really like trying to make the, the best of everything. She sort of enthusiastically goes along with his shitty, stupid plan to go be locked up for the winter. You know, my God, you know what I mean? Like she's, (laughs) she is like game for all of this stuff and he's just a dick to her. And I know that that's like the point of the movie basically, but like, yeah, it's still, it's still really hard to watch. And then also the, the one part of the sort of behind the scenes stuff that I do remember about this is just like how fucking shitty Kubrick was to Shelley Duvall specifically. And mm-hmm. it's like, so watching it yeah. is like, now that I know that, it's painful. I didn't know yeah. that the first couple mm-hmm. times I saw it. And, you know, mm-hmm. so you just sort of are like, wow, she's really, she's doing a really good job. And it's like, no, I mean, like she was actually having uh, probably as traumatic an experience on mm-hmm. set as an actor as mm-hmm. her character is having in the film, you know? And like, yeah. that fucking sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it yeah. really is like yeah. an uncool thing to contemplate while you're trying to like sort of you know appreciate it as like a spooky work of art that really has some mm-hmm. disturbing imagery and like is visual mm-hmm. like a lot of the visual stuff is incredible like just the, it's really incredible the staging yeah. and yeah. The, the composition mm-hmm. of shots like the all that steady stuff cam is great. stuff i yeah. know you know I the invention the of the steady cam you know like yeah yeah for this no, and movie it is like i i think i yeah i struggled and i do a lot with um with movies by like you know, yeah. great, great directors like this. Well, great in quotes is like, it really was. Some of the shots were totally incredible and really innovative yeah. and beautiful. And the set design, like all of the pieces were really incredible. But knowing just how, um, how yeah. much of like a wank job the project was for him and right. how he right. treated Which is her why and how Jack two and Nicholson and treated her. Long too, uh, that's know? right. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, right. you could tighten Which, it up like, a little oh, bit. Oh God. I know there were some scenes where you're like, like the, and I actually thought this was one scene I had no recollection of at all when um, I'm jumping way ahead, but it's during the 1920s party where Delbert Grady, the I'm like ax murderer bathroom, guy. Yeah. yeah. In the bathroom. And it was a gorgeous shot. Yeah. And I didn't remember it at all. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, watching her in this, I think she's, I think she's a great actor anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's like, right, it was, right. it was I didn't pretty mean painful. To imply that, you know, her no, performance no. Yeah, wasn't as good because. Of course, but right, you yeah. can see it that like, she's, you can see it just as the movie goes along. It's like, whoa, this woman, you know, but I will say one thing that I definitely didn't remember as a kid and really, really appreciated this time is how good ultimately of a parent she is. Yeah. Like, Yes, she gets I mean, Danny she the fuck out of there. Well, and like prioritizes him 
and all the like mm-hmm. when she starts to see shit really going down, she's like, okay, no, this is done. I'm getting yeah. him out of here. It's all about um, getting him to safety. And, yeah, yep. yeah. Where I think people shortchange her character for being. Yeah, like she's weak not and weak. whimpering where she's I mean, not. She fucking no. clocks him in the head with a baseball bat and then oh, drags God. his body it's and so locks great. him in a in so a pantry. Great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's not yeah. weak. Like she, you know, she, she like knew what was up. Yeah. She's she maybe overly patient with a person who's obviously shitty, but that's like mm-hmm. not because she's weak. It's because she's trying really hard to be like a good person or whatever, or like trying well, to be and... really patient and understanding and you know, oh, he's an artist yeah. or what you know. I mean, mm-hmm. and. and she i don't think that's weakness i think that was you know like yeah. i don't know she's trying to make the marriage work and yeah, in the 70s 80s is maybe it's a like, mistake and not you right know, but... because he did i mean he did abuse their son which right. you know one <laughs> right. could argue that was a misjudgment but she pretty quickly like and it was it happened kind of early in the movie like where you start to see him i mean i think he was already a little crazy like you said but start to see him go downhill and she's like nope no, this is, I got to do this. And it happens pretty, pretty fast that she tries to get Danny out. Right. Um, yeah. Which I didn't remember and I really appreciated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, parent, I can really relate to that. <laughs> yeah. You get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The other thing, the thing that I do remember actually being the scariest to me as a kid. And I think, still now was the tony voice and the uh, finger okay. <laughs> the See, tony I, stuff was good yeah <laughs> i was into it yeah. i actually was less into it this time i like mm. it's creepy at first and then i kind of was like okay but but so so tony is the shining right like because the shining refers to the sort of telepathic abilities of the kid right which is not exclusively something like he doesn't exclusively have that power like obviously um Scatman Crothers. What's his character's name? Yeah. Mr. Dick Holleran. Holleran, yeah. He's yeah. he's great. I love him. Yeah, he's um, great. Just what a charming guy. And I know. and uh and so he can do it too. So it's I'm not but like so Tony when Tony's telling him things, he's that that is his way of sort of personifying the information that he gets through his telepathic abilities, which he doesn't quite comprehend. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. But I. What I like. So the movie so, should actually, be called Tony. It should be called. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Tony. Okay. Just yep. checking. Um. Or the boy who lives in my mouth. Mm. Either one. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is. I, I mean. I, yeah. Obviously. I. I say that I didn't find it as like creepy this time, and I found it maybe a little sillier or whatever. Mm. Having said that, if my kids ever told me <laughs> there's someone I mean, living in my mouth and talked in that voice, like, I, I would you know, throw myself <laughs> off the roof. Like. <laughs> I would not well, be able to deal I with it. I would throw myself off the roof if I heard that from you talking about your kid. Right. Terrifying. <laughs> right. No, I mean, and it, it was, like, less scary in, there, in the initial scene where he's talking about how he doesn't want to go and Tony doesn't want to go and whatever. But it really got me when he's, like, sitting up in bed and she yeah. goes in to talk to him. And it's yeah. just Tony talking to her. And then the right. whole part with red rum, when he says red rum over and over yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so one thing I found out, which I thought was interesting, was um, in the book, apparently, Tony is the personification of Danny when he's older. Huh? So it's like Danny mm. is speaking to himself as a child. Oh, so like telling him which like is, how to survive mm-hmm. the situation, basically. Yeah, or to yeah, like don't go there, blah blah blah. That's blah, like blah, a very right? Stephen King thing to do. I that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and I think it it works 
it works really well in the movie not having that context because I think it would probably end up being pretty corny on screen in a yeah, book. Probably the, a lot. In order to explain it, it would probably have added another forty-five minutes to the oh, runtime. Run <laughs> yeah, of Jack Nicholson just like eating for the camera, like, eyebrows <laughs> askew. I mean, I mean, I have just... to say, <sighs> yeah. uh, like so. I, this is the first time I've really watched. Like I, I've probably seen it. F- maybe four or five times total, like mm-hmm. since I first mm-hmm. saw it, which was only yeah. five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But this is the first time I've watched it with like a really critical eye, you know, for the, mm, yeah, for sure. the listener's benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really, and part of it was that I, so I tried to start watching it uh, the on um, Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded an episode and then I was like, all right, I'll watch this after. And I, I think I got 15 minutes in before I dozed off. Oh. and be just because it was I'll late. tuck her down yeah yeah you know mm. and then the, mm. the next night I had to work late I worked from 8 to 9 30 like p.m mm. so 8 a.m to 9 30 p.m I got home at like oh, 10 my 15 God. yeah no and then I like did a couple things around the house like clean up a little bit and then started watching this movie at 11 last night oh my finished god finished it at know? like 1 15 in the morning or something uh, so yeah. like I was sitting in bed like drinking coffee just like trying to get through this so oh that I can record no, and it's fine, but I well, think I think that does may guys, have colored you know? my opinion of the movie slightly because <laughs> sure. I was like, "This is so fucking yeah. long." Like, yeah. and I mean, You're... sometimes it's necessary. Like, and and it really does, you know, like some of those long mm-hmm. lingering shots or whatever, like, mm-hmm. are you know, they sort of add to this sort of foreboding sense of whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, a lot of it's sort of atmospheric, and it helps to create this sort of unspoken tension and whatever but some of it really is just like oh my god the equivalent of stanley kubrick just jerking off for 45 minutes or whatever you know like Mm -hmm. like nobody needs this (laughs) yeah all the long scenes like especially the first jack nicholson scene where he's talking to the bartender yeah right i was like i mean and i know why they kept that in there i mean there are other that i do i don't that guy I, don't I find know. very spooky. Yeah. The bartender, very spooky, <laughs> for very the record. Spooky, but they spend so much time, like, yeah, letting Jack Nicholson just whatever, yeah, act, ham it up? <laughs> question mark. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, no, the thing that really I putting him through the ringer, had, Aaron Mankey style here. I just, I mean, like, like it matters to his life, right? Yeah, um, right, he's fine. <laughs> no, the thing that they kept doing that I didn't really understand why they kept having shots were like people in cars, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Where it was like them driving up there, which didn't really need to be in there. And then poor Dick Holleran, who drove, flew from Florida (laughs) up there, drove for five hours to get the snowcat. I mean, and then he just like gets murdered as soon as he walks through the hotel door. I know. I forgot. I couldn't couldn't remember if he got killed or not. Like, I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure if he survived or what. Like, I kind of thought that he died, but... But so again, this is one where The Simpsons did such a good parody of it that like <laughs> yeah, the two things remember. kind of blend together for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so I know that Willie is the sort of Halloran character, and Willie gets axed by Homer. Yeah, but I was oh, like, right. no, nah, that can't be what that can't be exactly what happens, right? And mm-hmm. then it is, and it's like that's okay, exactly it's what happened. Just yeah. whap one one time right in the right in the body <laughs> i know i guess i mean i'm glad he died quickly but oh that was so that was well that's but, the thing i don't think you would <laughs> like i don't think well, you would like right that. i know you it would be probably like, bleeding for a long time even, but... yeah why even i don't know it was sort of weird that they had him 
come all the way back you know i guess like, just the idea that like the tension of like oh is he gonna get there in time to help what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then well and he axe. does like she you know when after he axes through the door and the here's johnny thing he does hear the snowcat which was right. interesting like all of that shit that happens in the last like 15 minutes I remember the most about the movie and yeah. I couldn't believe it was all the way at the end. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And well, this stuff. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny too. Um, I don't know how much, well, I guess we could go back and, but, but like really quickly, I guess while we're talking about it, um, the, there, that is like the one scene that I explicitly like have no memory of seeing is, is part of that sort of last 10 minutes of craziness or maybe, maybe 15 or, you know, whatever. And it's mm-hmm. when Shelley Duvall is, she couldn't get out through the window yeah and then so at one point she sort of starts running through the hotel trying to find another way out and danny's outside Mm -hmm. and jack nicholson's sort of tramping through the hotel looking for him and then he hears halloran so he's sort of doing two things and she's Mm -hmm. sort of just running around trying to i guess find the way out or find danny or both Mm -hmm. there's one part where and then so she starts like seeing apparitions and the first one is like the guy in the dog slash bear costume giving yeah. the guy a blowjob or whatever the guy uh, yeah. in, the, in the white tie tuxedo no recollection of that. oh really oh None. that i do None. remember that's like that iconic seared in my all. brain like it, and it's Did been in remember. a lot of the parody stuff that i've seen of this okay. you know too okay yeah and it, it like doesn't really make sense and i don't really get why it happens other than to just be right. like "Ooh, look at this disturbing imagery this creepy weird thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but and whatever i mean it's effective in that because you you remember it when you see it um mm-hmm. But no, then after that, there's a part where she runs through um, maybe the big like lobby, yes. and there's all the skeletons yes. in fancy twenties clothes. Yes, I yeah. have swear to God, I've never seen that scene me before. Me either, Daniel. I had the same reaction, and Mike was watching it with me, and he didn't remember it either. Yeah, and it was like it was great. Because I, I reacted it, so I was... strongly to it, I was like, "This is my favorite part of the movie." Like, how I mean, do I not it remember was like, this? Wake right up! I know. You know, it was. Yeah, yeah, that because part was really cool, and I, I didn't remember it at all. I yeah. almost fast-forwarded after, like, mm-hmm. the sort of chase stuff happened, because I was like, oh, my God, i got, like, 20 minutes left. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying right now. And I was like, I know what happens. I know what happens. Like, I know how this mm-hmm. ends. Like, I know what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I know how that – like, I guess at that point, he, they're already in the hedge maze, Jack uh, mm-hmm. Nicholson and, the, and Danny. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, yeah, I know what happens. I'm just going to skip forward. And then I didn't do it and like i'm really glad i didn't because i would have missed that moment and um i'm really glad i saw it um well do you know what what scene i so i didn't remember that one i didn't remember the bathroom the other one i had no recollection of at all Hmm. was well i remembered only the part where jack nicholson goes into room 37 and sees the naked woman yeah but i didn't remember any of the other part any of the rest Oh, when like when she turns, she turns into, into the old lady with sores all over her, and the laughing. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. it's so. I just got like goosebumps. Oh, yeah. The the sores really do so it for scary. you. I mean, so it just scary. the makeup yeah. and stuff that they did on that. Was it was pretty good. Real good. I mean, it's another example A of plus the practical, practical effects. Yeah, <laughs> that were yeah, because there was there was no like there weren't any special effects in this aside from the. Well, no, that wasn't. A sp- it was probably practical too. The the blood, the period blood coming out of the yeah. Yeah, that was that, practical. There's a, 
One of my favorite memes of all time. Yeah, it's not being, pregnant. Like, the, no, the beginning of your period. It's like, yeah, basically. Oh, oh Every well, time no. I think about it. I've seen the one where it's like the elevator door opening and the blood comes out and then it says, not pregnant, not pregnant, not pregnant. Because oh, like you got that. your period. Yeah, I think you good. sent that yeah. to me at some point from <laughs> someone else because someone else had sent anything. it to you or whatever. That's really, well, I mean, it's funny. Yep, I'm. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but I um, always, that always reminds yeah. me of The Simpsons too, because the blood opens and then Mr. Burns says, Oh, that's weird. The blood usually gets off on three. And it's just a very casual nah. thing. It really, <laughs> really gets me, man. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, the other, the other scene that I don't think was supposed to be scary, but I got really, really anxious was mm. when, um, kind of early on in the movie, when um, Wendy and Danny go into the maze. Like, oh yeah, the first you time really, you through it. I don't think I would ever do that. I will never go, go in a hedge maze. hedge maze. That is in my I notes just, verbatim. I will never like, do that. I said, oh, I have never underlined. Yeah. I, I did a like, corn maze once, but it's different. Like, there's no fucking way. I just don't understand how you find your way out. Right, right. I don't get it at all. I guess if you and go why? in there with like a hedge trimmer and you can cut, you can just cut right, your way exactly. through, cut then that's one thing. But... I just, you know, and I was sitting there with Mike and I was like, oh my God, would you ever do that? And he's like, yeah, I think it would be fun. Like, I don't I think don't know. that I would go with you though, because I don't think you would have a good time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like it was a nice way of saying like, <laughs> don't ever go in one with me, which I wouldn't. So it's fine. You know? um, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Cause I didn't want to do it anyway. Those grapes were care. probably sour anyway. <laughs> yeah. You could just, you could just go in with your other girlfriend. No, I, uh, it was so, uh, it was so scary. And maybe that was the point. I just, I don't know why one would ever go into a hedge maze. Right. It was huge too. Like the overhead shot was like, I mean, that had to be, I don't know, like a square mile. It was nuts. No fucking way, dude. It was truck mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> truck nuts. Got nice. Right. This episode <laughs> sponsored by Truck Nuts. Nice. <laughs> what if that were their only ad copy? I like the idea of that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. great. We're having um, a good time. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah. how much we need to go back through the plot. I, I mean, I feel like that's what we normally do, but... I, I, I don't think know. People this know. movie is just I mean, so. It, I mean, not not a lot happens. A yeah. Yeah. It's basically like Jack Nicholson. He's an alcoholic. Gets recruited. He's an alcoholic. He's but on he's on the wagon, the wagon. for five months. Mm-hmm. He gets recruited to be the caretaker for the Overlook Hotel from I couldn't believe it April. October fifteenth through May first. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 right, right, right. And they say they outline it at the beginning, like he and Shelley Duvall and their son live in Boulder, and this is like three and a half hours away, but. In the winter, there's 20 feet of snow on 25 miles of road. Yep. So can't there's get like, in or out. Can't get in or out. I mean, I would never, nope. never do that. Nope. nope. I'm way too Alone. sickly. Unless there were a doctor there with me or something, you know, so that Oof. I could nah, check I out just... my constant uh, hypochondria. Hypochondria, yeah. <laughs> in fact. Yeah. I just can't imagine assembling a, a group of people Right. In any combination of any people that I know in my life, that that would work for I me. I mean, in so. theory, yeah. it, because there's a whole big hotel. I know in the mm-hmm. in the reality of the film, it's that you know the whole point of the caretaker is that they don't want to keep the heat on in the whole place, so you run the boiler mm-hmm. in different parts, and then the only pl- the only rooms that are heated are your rooms and the staff wing. But mm-hmm. in theory, if the whole if the whole hotel could be operational, I could see maybe like 
I don't know if you knew like 20 people or something and, or even if it were like people that you got to know, but you, you, you wouldn't have to interact with them all the time, but like you might see them at meals, you know, like, and there were a chef mm-hmm. there staying and stuff so that you could just have your meals prepared for you and still, I mean, like that wouldn't maybe not be bad. I don't know. I could just see it. depends. Yeah. And it would have, but I, but for me, it would have to be 25 people that I know really well. Okay. Cause I wouldn't want any strangers in there. Cause what if they're annoying? That's you know? true. And what if I kill them? Yeah. With an axe. You don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) You want to kill people you Uh, know, right? That's right. Yeah. Only, only kill people you love. Um, But during, so one thing that I had kind of forgotten, but kind of remembered, yes, he's a writer. So he wanted to take this job. So he had time to write. I kind of forgot that in the interview scene where the guy like tells him about a murder that happened 10 right. years earlier. Yeah, caretaker which, that so, lost his The marbles. caretaker, Delbert Grady, that killed, so the, like, one of the famous images of the, or the, the two young girls in the hallway, and those are his daughters that he killed with an axe, killed his wife with an axe. So, but my question is, like, and it ties to the very end, like, you know, lasting image of Jack Nicholson at a party in 1921. Right, what is that so, about? <laughs> so, I don't, that that's mean? what I was going to ask you. So, like, <laughs> So Delbert Grady supposedly kills his family in 1970. So that's like, you know, 10 years before this movie is set. Uh-huh. But every flashback stuff is in the 20s. And Delbert Grady is in the 20s, too. And to me, it's like, you know, I didn't want to think too much into it because, like, it hurts my brain. You know, I'm a girl yeah, after like, all. I and remember like, the first time I saw it, know, I thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. You know, and then I'm like, yeah, like. I don't know that it, I don't, oh yeah, at the end. Well, and I just don't know that it actually means anything. Like the time frame doesn't mean anything. Because it'd be one thing, and maybe a little on the nose. Time is a flat circle. (laughs) If Delbert Grady did that in the 20s, that'd be one thing, you know? Or like, if they shifted the timeline. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason why he would be back in time. Right. And I, yeah. And I'm not sure if they. There's like a throwaway line when he's talking to Grady. That's like, oh, you've always been the caretaker, don't you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not, I was never the caretaker. You all, and it, and it's like again, oh, okay, that sounds like vaguely sort of uh, spooky, but like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I, I don't know. I was way more right. cynical maybe this time watching it. Like, yeah, just sort like, of oh, like, all right, yeah, yeah, sort of generically was, spooky. Yeah, yeah. kind of in the same way. I just sort of took it as like, it doesn't really have to mean anything. It's right. just scary, and maybe it's that like. Jack Nicholson in 1980 is a reincarnation of Jack Nicholson from back there, and yeah. he was evil back then, and he's taking him, reclaiming him, oh, or something. I, like I don't. Know. Yeah, sure. I mean, but it doesn't. But then it doesn't really explain why Gilbert Grady would have been in the picture at all. You know, right, so, right, right. Not that it matters. Is he in the picture? Um, I couldn't. I wasn't clear on that actually. I like. I guess I couldn't remember what he looked like enough to be like. Is is he in that photo as well? Oh no, they didn't. Well. I, I don't think they zeroed in on anybody else. Like the okay. other people were all just like extras. Um, yeah. No, I think he just sort of like and also got that subsumed by the hotel. Yeah. You know? Like he's just like reclaimed as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I said, it doesn't really have to make any sense. Uh, the other big like plot hole I like I saw was so, you know, Danny uses the shining to communicate mm-hmm. to Dick Holleran, right? Mm-hmm. But he do- he only uses it <laughs> one <funny>. time. So <laughs> Dick like Holleran. Yeah, no, Dick Holleran. Like why <laughs> why wouldn't he use it 
more than once. You know what I'm saying? Like, uses it once. This guy kills his vacation in Florida to come all the way up there, and no time in the, like, 24, straight 24-hour hour travels this man does does mm-hmm. this kid re-communicate to him, like, hey, man, bring the cops when you come, you right, know? Right, Like, nah, just this guy. And he was also scared, and he didn't bring the cops, which... Yeah, that I, does seem kind of stupid in yeah. retrospect. I guess he deserved it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't uh, say that. Um, he came all the way. I mean, a guy who would come all that way. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Uh-huh. Um, how, uh, oh, I had a note just really quickly, mm. not important at all, but the bathroom in 237, what mm-hmm. a fucking dope bathroom. Did you remember? Oh, like, God. I, like, paused it before the lady got out of the tub, and I was like, wow, that's a crazy bathroom. It was gorgeous, and as Mm -hmm. soon as he opens the door, like, the the 70s version of, like, William Morris fucking in Art Deco, like, style um, bedspread, but it was, like, ugly, too. Oh, my God, and the carpet. Yeah, the whole, that carpet in the hallways is, like, No, but but the carpet in that room was, like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is working. It's all working. Yeah, it uh yeah, that was totally fucking. Um speaking of room 237, have you read or watched or heard anything about that documentary they no. did? Mm-mm. It's called Room 237 and it's all about conspiracy theories about this movie. It's like Huh? What are the conspiracy theories? Well, the only, the main one that I remember which like what that there are people out there who believe that Kubrick was the one chosen to fake the moon landing. Uh-huh. And there are, yeah. Clues about <laughs> Yeah. There are like multiple, you know, things that they point to that like <sighs> show that he was trying to, uh, to show his remorse for being involved in that and for duping the American public. And it was like, hey, oh, guys. I don't think that's Not sure. sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then there was something else about um, like First Nations people, and I forget what what the deal was with that, but something I don't know, Native American ghosts or something. But it none of it. Like sometimes, you know, I like entertaining conspiracy theories as a concept because it's like you see people's creativity and like you never know and all that kind of stuff. But there weren't any in the my quick reading Aaron Mankey style reading of a Wikipedia page <laughs> that. I, <laughs> That, uh, you know, really uh, intrigued me or, or hooked me in any way. It just seemed like a lot of a lot of nerds with Dorito fingers in their parents' basement, like, really liking Kubrick and thinking that he's a, you know, auteur or some shit. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. I mean, I don't know. It's like this I movie. I don't really I like that many. Or I, guess, I mean, I guess I haven't seen that many of his other movies, actually. Like, I can't. Mm think of any that i've actually seen all the way through besides this um you know like i've seen bits and pieces and I, you know i'm sure mm. that he's contributed s- plenty of things to like you know the mm-hmm. sort of f- current directors and you know what i mean like i'm sure he's been influential to people and blah blah blah, blah, blah but like whatever, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't care right yeah i know he um yeah, I mean, I saw 2001 and I hated it. <laughs> uh, and I saw part of Eyes Wide Shut and I also hated oh, yeah, I that. About that one. Which part yeah, did you I, see by, by chance? Just the very beginning. And then when they got to the house. You just fast like, forwarded to the orgy scene. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and I rewound that part 20 <laughs> times. But it just like, after, yeah, after that, I just, you know, 
wasn't as into it. Um, I don't know. I just watched this one part, and then like the tape wore out. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, why even bother? You know, about it other than so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, the other one that I never, I've never seen, and I really don't have any interest in the uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I don't really care or want to. Oh yeah, here we go. So he also directed Spartacus, right? Is that right? Or was he? Yeah. Which I have not seen. And uh, Lolita, don't care. Mm. Doctor Strangelove, I heard was good. Oh yeah, I'd see that. Yeah, I've heard that is good. Yeah. Two thousand one sucked. <laughs> Clockwork Orange, no interest. Barry Lyndon, don't know. Full Metal Jacket, I did like. Really. Okay. Okay. For, but I saw it also when I was like in my art movie phase, oh, so boy. it might suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Sounds insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm did you sure wear a you little beret? I mean, I don't think I really did. I mean, there was a point no. in time where, well, I think I still like it. I haven't seen it in a while, but like, I feel like Train Spotting was as art movie as I got. And I Ooh, don't know I, if Danny yeah. Boyle is like technically an art movie person yeah. anyway. I think then he was, though, right? Yeah, I that guess was so. like, you ever seen the sequel was... to that? Nah, you know, there was like a which... Train Spotting 2 like a year ago, and I. Yeah, I didn't see it. Never Although, saw anything about it. I'm a lifelong Ewan McGregor stand. Oh, so faux show. I will see it. I will see it. Yeah, you think? Because I see his a dingle dangle dongle, don't you, in the first one? <laughs> if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but he's also like an addict, and, you know. So it's not sexy. After the scene where the guy shit the sheets and mm. they like. The poop gets thrown couldn't, across couldn't the get breakfast table. Nah, I stopped <laughs> masturbating right then and there. <laughs> for the <laughs> rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, I could see was shit sheets for the oh, rest yeah. of my life. Well, when you put it Yuck. like that. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah you get it. Um, ah, but, but Kelly McDonald's in that, too. I know. What a treasure. Her. She is. I love her. I actually went to see this, like, I wouldn't recommend it unless it was on Netflix, but I went to see this movie called Puzzle with her and Irfan Khan. Heard of it. <laughs> who, yeah, I mean, it's like, What's, you know, it's like this underground art me. movie. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> no, but I like Irfan Khan. He's super hot. I don't know who and that is. I love her. You'd up. recognize him. He's in a lot. He's like a huge, huge star um, in okay, India. But he sorry. makes. He, no, he's huge. Whoa, whoa, okay. Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, get some cultural knowledge about Are you world. His agent film. or something? <laughs> yeah. Irfan Khan would be right for this. Uh, no, he's. You'd recognize him. He's in a oh, bunch yeah. of English language movies, but yeah, he's really he's awesome. Um, okay, yeah. and it's him and her, and oh, they, it's Ur about like Con. yeah, of course. Why didn't you say so? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I probably mispronounced it. No, no, I, uh, I, no, that sounds right to me. I was just I know I'm joking. Oh God, um, why don't we get I, each other's humor? I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce my crush's name. Okay, trust me. So my number one crush. I did my homework. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. No, it's just about like competitive puzzling kind of and it's sort of a romance and it's like not great but mm-hmm. uh she's great he's great you know it, it was fine great. but anyway kelly mcdonald love her for sure um and i you know i will getting back to our topic at hand i really really enjoyed watching this um in part because i did watch it in two like one hour chunks which i think uh, really helps nice. <laughs> if you stop it what like, did you do I with mean, the other 45 minutes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep and dreamt about it. No, I mean, it, so whatever. Um, I would say to people who want to watch it, if you don't want to commit to a 12-hour movie, to stop <laughs> to stop it, Hey-o! take a break. Yeah, hey, take a break after the 2.37 scene because it felt like a, a good time to, like, because it's ramping up, but it's not like you're interrupting the flow if you stop it and watch it 
watch the rest of it later. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I really enjoyed it, even though I kind of hated Jack Nicholson and hated Stanley Kubrick after it. Right. Did you read that, um, that, uh, like, fake profile? It's not really fake, but it's more of a PR stunt for Woody Allen, but it's a profile of his wife. Have you read it? No. By chance? No, this oh, is all over the place, oh, but yeah, related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Topical. It's, right, uh, sorry. It's it really, it's no, pretty no, bad. It's, <laughs> it's no, really something. I, I guess. No, it's. I think I read like a Washington Post thing about it mm-hmm. that had like I mean, extensive quotations, and I was like, "Man, mm-hmm. she just like really Oof. everything she's it, saying is like just it's like that's exactly what's wrong with it." Like, oh well, mm-hmm. he pursued me, and like you know, I know my I mom know. wasn't nice to me, so he was you know always Oof. being really nice, and it gave me a, a person who I felt safe, and and it's like yes, that's Oof. called grooming you while you were a child. I know it <laughs> because was he's like a fucking creep. I mean, it's pretty telling that a softball PR piece written right. by a, a, a friend, friend and of, of his, his yeah. also shows how creepy he is. Like all of the descriptions of him being in the room was like, ugh, this mm-hmm. guy is just disgusting. Oh, he was but, in the room while she was. Yeah, the like he's in. Yeah, and they describe oh. it a little bit. I mean. And this woman, I like, I don't that. mean to paint her as, like, you know, not having her own agency and stuff, because she comes across as being really intelligent. Yeah. And I think she probably had a pretty Right, but she was literally manipulated, I and I don't Absolutely. think she knows. Like, I, you know what I mean? I well, don't think she can be you're... aware of it, Yeah, well, which is why it's abuse. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think she was abused in the house as well by her adoptive mother and then neglected by her adoptive father. And right. Yeah. Allen. Like I mean, both classic. of those things can be true. Like I'm yeah, not saying Mia Farrow's a saint just well, because Woody Allen's oh, a creep, the, you know, like totally, totally. But I think that's why the narrative of it is so weird where right. it's like, cause Mia one of Farrow them has can to be, be right. abusive to some of her kids mm-hmm. and a good mother to others. Right. And her daughter could still be, you know, telling the truth, which she is about what happened with Woody right. Allen. You know, right. anyway, I mean, all of that. I just like have had that in my head and watching this movie, knowing this about Jack. Like, ugh, all these fucking pieces interesting, of shit. interesting. They yeah. can all just yeah, and then Kavanaugh and all of that, which we don't need to get into. It's this is about a movie and this is about Halloween, so yeah, um, but it is scary shit, you know. So I guess it connects that way. Um, you want to talk about tropes? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Animals as a bellwether slash getting hurt. Not that I recall. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. Haunted object. Um, the hotel. Right. That's I mean, yeah. <laughs> technicality. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, ghosts that follow you. Yeah. Kind I, of. Yeah. Kind of. I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what's his face? The bartender goes around and. Yeah. Well, Delbert what? Grady when he's like mm-hmm. in the storage room. Yeah, talks to him out the door. The... Oof. Yeah. How can he unlock okay. that? By the way, I didn't really get that. I was well, sort of like, yeah, he can talk to him, but why can he unlock it? Because they're they're real. And were they That's pouring I... real booze too? I think so. Yeah, I think How's it was all real. Yeah. Mm. It was like real and unreal at the same time. Where like, you know, when Danny has, he can see the past in the future, right? So the girls are there, and he knows that they're there, but then he also sees them murdered. Like it's kind of it's like all happening at the same time time is a flat that's how i read exactly that's how i read it um reappearance of object no no, so so. oh but you know what we didn't talk about though 
the typewriter, I was just thinking the typewriter is kind of the re- reappearance of objects. That whole scene with the all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. I was like kind oh, of dreading. Oh yeah, the typewriter re- re- scene. Yeah, I was I kind of dreading. Scene. I know it was so good. I was re- kind of dreading rewatching it, thinking like, oh, here we go, Jack Nicholson's like, right. you know, fucking whatever monologue. And it was so much better than I remembered it. It's so. Ugh. I mean, that was one scene where it went on and on and on, but it was really, really good, really effective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because his ass gets knocked out at the end. I know. And was super sad. I couldn't remember if that, like, how it ended, you know? Like, I yeah, sort of, yeah. again, with The Simpsons, because there's a, a parody of that scene, too, and the yeah. same thing happens. And I was like, oh, well, that's probably not what happens in the movie. I'm probably just remembering that. <laughs> no. It's a literal, literal uh, shot for shot, almost. Um, okay. Things coming out of your mouth. No, I don't think so. No, yeah, I can't think of a mm. single thing that came out of anybody's mouth except for the voice of Tony. <laughs> Tony! No. Um, yeah. Uh, creepy crawlies. No. no. This one's a pretty low score. Ooh. Um, evil social worker? No. Not, well, no. I mean, she wasn't Mm-mm. evil at all. There was like a. Oh, well, the I guess doctor. she was a pediatrician or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked, I actually really liked that, that whole. Yeah. That of, like Shelley Duvall, I think. Like that that scene was her mm-hmm. like, you know, number one scene Nailing in the it. movie. Yeah. Before she was suffering. The subtlety from of like, oh well, total you know, I mean you hurt him. It's it's the way that you drag oh. a kid by the arm normally all the time so and it's just something good. went wrong. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Um red herring bad guy. No. no. You pretty much know Jack from Nicholson shot number the whole one. Time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stephen King's uh prophecy came true there because they didn't want jack nicholson to be cast because he's like he already seems crazy right the whole point of the movie is to see somebody like choosing to fall into with their their innermost demons you know and this is like he just is already crazy um jump scares yeah when they yeah there were a couple that yeah jumped yeah Yeah. of course yeah sure yeah sure (laughs) light and camera no um the fish out of water city country sort trope. Of, well, sort yeah. of, I don't know. Maybe yeah. kind of. I mean, but it's more of like uh-huh. cabin fever. But they are sort of out of their element, mm-hmm. I guess. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think I would. I'd give it to them. Okay, if, if, give them. You know, we need freebie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lindsay's feeling generous tonight. <laughs> that's right. Old movie watching. No, I think they just watched cartoons in one scene. Yeah, right. right. Or a couple scenes. Right. Um. Old. Yeah. Family cabin? No. Suburbs with a dark secret? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, women, women taking in the bath, bath alone. alone. Sort of. Yes, I mean, it's yes, not exactly yes. what we intended it to be. No, but, but you uh, know. yeah, definitely that, that does happen. <laughs> that definitely happens. Ooh, God, when he, oh, that, it was, uh, yeah, super effective. Really liked that. Nice. <laughs> Yike. Yeah, that was a jump scare when they showed her rotting ass in the. <laughs> yeah, and in his the, hand uh, is yeah. like on one of the swords, Oof. and I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just thinking about it now, like. <laughs> yeah, so uh. gross, so gross. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, one last thing I wondered if you knew, because um, I had it in my notes, and I was I loved it in the movie. So, you know, one of the last scenes in the movie is of Jack Nicholson frozen, right? Yeah, right, which is from the Gultar. Tar. <laughs> Gultar. <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs> That's right. And I, you know, I kind of forgot I did that. Until I know, me too. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Um, did I do works. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still works. Um, do you think it was Jack Nicholson in makeup or was it a dummy? I don't know. I don't know. Because he does look very kind of unnatural and different, which is the point, I suppose. But yeah, it's hard to tell. But it looks like him. Like, if if it's a dummy, I will be, like, you know, slow clapping those people for the rest of my life. It was, like, it really... I don't know. I thought it, it looked a lot like him. Like yeah. it, you know how in the Omen where the guy's head gets cut off by the right. slow it, like, yeah. glass, and right. it looks like a basketball painted like a human face, like or right. a paper mache head. This really, like you know, this is just a couple years later, and it, I don't know the effects were were pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, right one last thing for you. Uh, tricked you. Well, this is the last thing uh, for the score. Oh, did you yeah. know it was two women? I did not. Did the score. That's amazing. And, I was had mm-hmm. when when I went on my little score tangent the other day. I thought, mm-hmm. boy, you know, there aren't a lot of, you know, That's as right. is endemic to music generally, there mm-hmm. aren't a lot of certainly female mm-hmm. uh, film composers. And that's so cool. I had no idea. But I did think, and I, I wrote this in my notes and sort of uh, just browsed right over it, but I know it's in here somewhere. Um, I had a note about the score, if I can find it. Sorry. Well, it's not very substantive, Good but Lord. Mm-hmm. it just says the score is pretty solid <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. But I I also noticed that this, and I I don't know if this is the first movie that did it. I feel like maybe other um, um, Kubrick movies have this same phenomena, um, and maybe they have the same composers, and that's why. But it seems to me all of that said as a caveat that I don't really know the background, but this movie in particular has a lot of that kind of like, it's not a lot of mm-hmm. melodic sort of music, yeah. but it's a lot of just which mm-hmm. really has, I mean, from like 2010, 11 onward, mm-hmm. that has become such a almost, almost to the point of like parody. Um, mm-hmm trope in like action movies and things where like like it's like the Hans Zimmer blah, like deep bass mm-hmm. note like mm-hmm. he's just brown noting everybody left and right <laughs> yeah uh, everybody you drinking that I mean? bulletproof like, coffee that, I feel like he owes yeah. a lot to the composers of this movie um, mm-hmm. and or yeah. if they were yeah. borrowing from someone else which I don't know but I, I this seems like a pretty early uh, instance of that mm-hmm. so, well so one of the things, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I agree with that. I, I felt like the soundtrack, the score, everything was pretty, um, like it wasn't dated at all. Like yeah. I felt like it was pretty, pretty oh, solid. One thing I did read about the women um, yeah. who worked with him, they hated working with Kubrick and they'd never work with him again. And a lot of what they did was cut out. So huh. it's like some of it is theirs and some of it isn't. And they don't really, they're credited. They're both, you know, credited with it, but. Um, yeah, I just, I found that to be really interesting. Hmm, yeah. Anyway, no, nobody liked working with him except for Jack Nicholson, which should tell Tells you, you a, lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> tell you a lot about uh, ah, they did, those people. They did do a clockwork 
Orange or Wendy Carlos at oh. least worked on a Clockwork Orange and then The Shining mm-hmm. in Haiti and then mm-hmm. Tron, which sort of makes sense. I feel like, you know, and I've they never worked seen it. they worked on uh, we, uh, the Mug Moog or whatever uh, synthesizers, mm. which were pretty new at the time. That was very mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm. I want to just say their names, say their names because um, mm-hmm. I I'll fully admit it. You know, I've been acting kind of shady lately. Oh God! So. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy Carlos and mm. Rachel Elkind, E L K I N D. That's pretty cool. Look at look at yeah. up, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. I bet uh, or there are people who are like major shining nerds who like unearthed their original score somewhere. So that's somewhere too. Yeah, they work together. She and and Rachel would provide her voice to be processed through a vocoder on some of cool, Car- cool. Uh, Wendy Carlos's recordings. Wow, look at that! That's cool. Two mm-hmm. best friend, two best lady friends, just making a Love go them. of it. Just, just best friends is fine. You don't have well, to. They don't. <laughs> I know, but it's inspiring that they're of course females in, thought, a, in a field I, that is dominated by men. I did think that was very cool. Yeah, and yeah. and apparently the screenplay, at least as credited. With Stanley Kubrick and um, a woman too, and I forget her name. Which you know, sorry, that's purpose. I'm an asshole. But yeah. <laughs> I just like so part when I was reading the credits, and I knew that about Shelley Duvall, but I was like, well, maybe he's like, you know, Diane Johnson. Diane Johnson. I was just like, well, this is interesting given how horribly he treated her. That he has so many women in like prominent creative yeah. positions. Interesting. In the, you know. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the movie. But yeah, doesn't make him a good guy. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Should be baseline. <laughs> anyway. Um yeah. so yeah, I mean that's all I had for Dude, this, this is part. a nice about... tight app, I gotta say. Sweet. We are good. crushing. Good. 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 Yeah, it's different when we like the movie. <laughs> um what uh final thoughts? Um, you know, I, I so I, I I did like it. I think my opinion this time was colored by how maybe tired I was while watching it. But mm-hmm. I did think like I, I, I liked it a little less than the first mm. couple, you know, hand three, four times, however many times I watched it. Um, mm. You know, like I still appreciate it for what it is, but maybe the novelty's worn off a little bit. Whereas mm. when I sort of when I first saw it in 2013, I was like kind of like, oh, wow, I've never really seen a, a horror movie quite like this before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sort of yeah. like, oh, it's The Shining. Like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. It's still good, um, but but I, I I like notice the flaws more, I guess now. You know what I mean? Like the the yeah. blooms off the rose a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. And see, I had kind of the opposite experience wow. where I I really really enjoyed it. Yinning part and of yanging it, this series yeah, of films. Yeah. No, and so, part of it was getting to watch it in two parts and not having to stay up super late. So right, right. that helps. <laughs> that does um, help. And I think like a big part of why I liked it this time. I mean, aside from the scenes, I didn't remember which are like the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck. get a screenshot uh, of those dressed up skeletons uh, printed oh out, God. hung on so my desk great. at work, and when people ask me so about it, I'm gonna say it's a, just a family photo. Yeah, it's all good. Um, I I really really appreciated Shelley Duvall in this movie way more than yep. I did when I was younger. Yeah. Just, I mean, she's a great actor, but like the part is so much more. She is the standout and, performer in the film, I would say, with, without a doubt, because Jack Nicholson. Well, if anybody has any nuance, it's her. Right. You know, he, he um, does the, one thing, and I suppose he does it well. Does it but, well for this? Yeah. You know, the whatever. Kid, and you know, the kid was actually fantastic. 
Yeah, like, he he is really good. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But I, I and of course Dick Holleran's good. He doesn't have much to do like they don't give him a lot to work with. He's right. great though. But he's so but, like he just exudes likability and like this sort of yeah. easy um I don't know. Like he it's a serious role. Like he's concerned about this kid and, but mm-hmm. he just is so sort of effortlessly charming and, and, and seems easygoing and upbeat, you know, like even when he's yeah. like trying to, he like doesn't tell that other guy that helps him get the snow cat, like what's great. going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not like yeah. freaking out. He's very much like in control of the situation mm-hmm. to the extent that he but can But you can be. tell and... he's terrified too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, just... he's great. And the part with him, the, the, there's just like one scene where he talks to Danny about the shining mm-hmm. and the way he mm-hmm. talks to a child is like, but how you would talk to a kid and explain something like that. It was just, I thought it was That's not how I talk to kids at all. I'm always just like, listen to me, you little shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you pull them up by their arm. You know how you do all the time. And just this time you just use too much strength. Uh, Oh my God. um, Uh, What do we have? I just saw in my notes. Uh, Oh my God. It's 1am. This is the longest fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Scat man crothers. Our other movies aren't as long. So. True. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have already uh, watched uh, one of the next ones that we're supposed to do, and mm-hmm. and I loved how it was just a tight ninety. You know. Yeah, that's good. I'm looking forward to that. Well, before that, though, our next upcoming. Oh, I think uh, it's a bonus episode. Bonus. It's basically, you know. Yeah. Let's see. What do we uh, got? leading up we to that Halloween? To... It's uh, you know. Oh, don't you? should we say? Yeah. Dare. I... Well, up. you go ahead. Okay. The Exorcist, oh, which no. you guys know that I like those Catholic scary movies, and you and guys I'm also. Pretty... Know. Oh, sorry. Oh, about the yeah, the Exorcist. My house. my local. You gave them, mm-hmm, that local is a lore. part of my local lore. It mm-hmm. is in my DNA. It is mm-hmm. um, scary. I'm trying to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I signed up for a clinical well... trial. <laughs> <laughs> I really would uh, like to get it out. Sorry, babe. It's very oh, scary. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I am. I'm really excited to watch this one because, Me too. Uh, you know, I love those Catholic scary movies and demons and shit. And this Captain was another one Hattie. that I was terrified of do, do, do. as a kid. And I'm really afraid it doesn't hold up. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm. I'm thinking it's not going to be great. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh... Uh, me too. But I, I love Ellen Burstyn. So if yeah. that is the only reason to watch it, then oh, and I'm a big MVS fan, uh, Max Van Sydow. Oh, yeah. Von Look, Sido. Max Van Sido. Something is up with that guy. Just like Christopher Plummer, where when I was growing up in this movie, I thought the dude was like 90. Right. I think he's and just he's got like... old age makeup on. <laughs> yeah. And he I think looks he's still... the exact same in The Last Jedi from 2015 as he does in <laughs> I The Exorcist. Know. It's like, he's is he still alive or just died? It's like, yeah. how? Yeah. How? Christopher yeah, it's Plummer, wild. too. You know, yep. like watching yep. whatever the fuck that musical is. Um I don't like musicals. It was. I mean, oh, I liked that right, one. Oh, right, right. I thought he was hot. I vaguely yeah. know what you're talking about. I Sound think. of music. Sound of music. Right, um, right. Yeah, I thought he was old in that, and he was probably like my age, which, face it, you know, getting old. Set me out to pasture. Well, but, if the sound yeah, of music I mean, can like, get those hills alive, like then. 80. Yeah. <laughs> probably keep him yeah. going. Yeah. He looks good. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Max keep it in your pants. I like him, too. Oh. Hey. Can't promise anything. You don't you want know? Paul Newman getting jealous, do you? Ooh, hey. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no. Uh, cool. Well, I'm really jazzed about that. 
Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be good. I think it'll be a good oh, episode of Ghoul Talk, nonetheless. No matter yeah, how we feel. About Aren't they it. all good? Aren't they all good? <laughs> Goes how saying. <laughs> How's the, how are people in Corona doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I will <laughs> look into okay. it. And uh... oh, I'm just saying. I hope they're doing well. Oh, you're just giving a shouty, Audi. Give them a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. And of course, my brother and Mike's mom, as usual. Love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, some people are dipping back into the archives uh, lately. Okay. Somebody, li- a couple of people listening Bots. to The Omen and then going back and listening to Slick oh. Pleather Couch, episode one. <laughs> oh, and then not watching, not listening to any and other. And everything, <laughs> yep. And then, oh, no. and then, oh yeah, oh, there's a no. large, the bar graph is off the charts with uh, the amount of people who burn their iPhones. I don't know how uh-huh. they know that that's what happened, but either they, burn they tell or you when smash you fail. them on the you ground. Know, they don't, don't give you anything for succeeding, but they sure tell you when you fail. That's Jesus. correct. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't care, you know, it's fine. We well, only great. Oh, sorry. Need those two trusty downloads from you and me every week. That's and, right. Uh, keep us going. Can't stop us. Can't stop this. Train. I will never not oh, listen God. to my own self because I am a horrible narcissist. Same here, man. Same <sighs> here. Cool. Well, another good That's one in the can. For me. Halloween keeps getting closer, and I cannot wait. Me, too, neither. <laughs> cool. Yep. Well, till next time. Ta ta. <laughs> 